Hey y'all, it's your girl Zaria, aka Black Boobie Hollowell. I'm back with another podcast. Okay, guys, so I really right now was sitting here contemplating what topic I should talk about. I was thinking like, oh, I should talk about like dating in Los Angeles or I don't know, this something. But you know what? I think I'm just going to go into some serious shit. Like, let me tell you. So it seems like I, w- I would I would think that most people have been in, in an abusive relationship and it's crazy, but I want to, I want to go into, I want, I want to discuss, I never really like talked about, I mean, out on social media, everybody saw me over here constantly fighting over this man or something like that. But, um, I never really got into depth about it. Like what really happened being in an abusive relationship is so draining and so toxic and just, it really places you outside of your body. Like you don't even know who, where to, like, you don't even know where you at, like to, to feel like you're outside of your body, like, it just feels, like, crazy, like, like, it, it don't even feel right, so, let me tell y'all how, from start to finish, uh, being in a business relationship, okay, so, a lot of people, if you already follow me on social media, know that my abuser actually got killed, uh, in 2020, at the end of 2020, August 2020, and already, I was already, uh, already dealing with the death of my father and, you know, death of my, like, tattoo artist. I wasn't really close to my tattoo artist, but it was very, you know, sad that he passed away. You know, he had a daughter, a young infant daughter, and I was already dealing, you know, with multiple deaths. And then Kobe Bryant, like, it was a very eerie-ass year. Like, 2020 was so fucking ghetto. Like, 2020... I don't know. I, honestly, life ended at 2020, to be honest. I don't know. We're just like, we're just breezing through, to be honest. But let me tell y'all. So this abuser, he died. He actually got killed. Like I said, uh, I met him at my job, Forever 21, which I recently quit. Fuck you. If you listen to this, Georgia, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't, y'all. I, I quit that job recently because like, I... I couldn't do it no more. I was like, there's no point in me being here. It's going nowhere. This manager doesn't even like me. Like I said, back to episode one, working these hard-ass labor jobs for no reason. There's no point in me working these labor jobs for no reason. And it's going nowhere, especially since the manager is, you know, anti-black. Even though she has black kids, quotations around black and a black husband. But, you know, she just, she was... Super anti-black. But let me tell you, so when I got there in 2000, I got there in 2017. Uh, I got hired in August 2017. So, but this, my abuser didn't get hired until November 2017. So one day, like after two months of already working at this company, Forever 21, I walk into the store and I looked at this dude who was, you know, a uh, non-black Hispanic man, well, boy, at the time, I was only 20 at the time when I first met him, and I thought he was attractive, I immediately thought he was attractive, and I was like, okay, he's attractive, who was this, but nothing ever happened until, like, la- until the next year of January 18th, so January 18th, I had already went through something, like, a situation with a crush on a coworker, and I was just like, whatever, I'm just gonna shoot my shot at, you know, this person, Chris, Oh, I didn't mean to say that. Oh, I said his name. Eh, it don't make his name in my bio anyway. Whatever. So I, I, I tried to shoot my shot through another coworker, and 
Yeah, so like he, you know, like one day, like I followed him on. I didn't follow. Actually, I didn't follow him on Instagram. A coworker, I was showing her his profile. She just clicked on it and followed it. She ruined my life. I told her already that she ruined my life. Like I'm playing. It wasn't, you know, it's on me. But like I was like, girl, you, you started hell <laughs> by clicking that follow button. So when he, when it, when she did that, he followed back. Like probably like thirty minutes afterward. So I'm like, okay, so. The first, okay, so after that, we started talking on Instagram, and at first, he's just being nice, and then we ended up going to the gym together, and then the first sign, the first sign that, okay, so it was fine at first. It wasn't abusive at first. It was fine, and then the first, like, red flag that I should have, like, ran at, but I didn't, was... Hold on, I'm trying to figure, it's been, a, it's been four years, man. I think my first red flag was, oh yeah, my first red flag was when he body shamed me. I think that's the first time he ever, like, did something to me. Because at first he was nice and, you know, messaging me. And all of a sudden, we were talking about the gym. Because, you know, he goes to the gym and at that time, like, I was really trying to gain my weight that I have now. You know, trying to gain weight. He just started being mean randomly and was like he started calling me a skeleton and body shaming me telling me I'm skinny and I was just so caught off guard because I was like where is this where is this coming from honestly you know what the first the first honestly the first red flag I'm not sure if this happened afterwards or before I can't remember it's been a long time I the first red flag should have been when he body shamed the co-worker who was trying to get him get at him. She was plus size and he was trying to she was trying to get at him. She was a pretty girl and she was trying to get at him. But he um he body shamed her and was like, no. Which is ironic, y'all. Which why I get to the end, which is ironic. Anyway, we're gonna get to the end. Um, so the first red flag, I don't know why I allow myself to stay after this. I feel like now I'm trying, I still go through my struggles of giving people multiple chances, but I think I'm way better at like blocking a man and going on with my life after now, after going through everything I went through, it's way better at, you know, I just be like, nah, I'm not doing this. So that was like the first red flag. He body shamed me. And I was like, so, but he said it was a joke. So I was like, I brushed it off because I'm like, I'm like, excuse the background noise, y'all. I, I apologize. I live on, like I said in my other podcast, I live on a busy street. So I let it go, which is bad. I should have never let it go. You know, I feel like that's not something I should have let go. All right, y'all. So after that, I believe, I believe, I can't remember if this was my second red flag or it was, yeah, I believe this was my second red flag. The second red flag was him being racist. And I should have. I should have, you know, bounced after this one. I can't remember if this was before or after. Um, he had, at this time, had lived in a house that wasn't the current house that he, you know, was living at the time of his death. He, um, I got in, he pulled up to his house and, you know, just the, it was just coming off as a hooking up situation. I remember one time I asked him, what are when he was just like, just friends that hook up and I just continued to let it happen and, Stuff like that, because I, I don't know, you know, at the time I was young and, and impressionable and like getting gaslight, you know, gaslighted and all these different things. But, um, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I can never record anything. But, um, yeah, I think, I honestly think the second red flag was that. Like, I remember I asked him, I said, oh, your, your family don't like black people or something. He was like, they don't like, it's your SpongeBob boy. I was like, 
Yeah, he said the N word, like full blown ER, y'all. Not the A, like they don't like me. Nah, he said the. Can I? I can't curse on here. Nah, cause you know that dude that got like in trouble for cursing on Spotify for saying the N word. I can't say the N word on here. But he was. He said the full blown ER, and I was like, I was so shocked. Like y'all don't understand. I don't know. You know, I'm still on my journey to self healing and self love. Cause I definitely should have got off the car and just walked home. Cause I was at. I, yeah, at that time I was like, could have just went home, walked home. I don't know, y'all. It was just a lot that went on with him. It was just so bad. Like it was bad. I, I don't know, y'all. Uh, I know. I should have been just like left that situation alone, but it was, I don't know what about that person made me so drawn to them because nobody else has done this to me. Like I have, I mean, I, you know, went through a lot of situations where guys have done me dirty, but I easily like, it don't take as long as like to get over as this man was. Honestly, I don't know. I really think that man was a demon. Like it was, but no, no, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it about what happened. Like, so I was like, yo, like, red flag right there. I just kept going. I just kept ignoring them red flags. Like, it was like a bumper car race. I just kept ignoring them. I wasn't caring, y'all. I, I kept ignoring them. And then I feel like it, like, it started to really, like, drain me. And at that time, I was losing weight. Like, even trying to gain weight, I was losing it because I was so stressed out with everything going on. And I just, uh, I just, you know, like, I, my pants wasn't fitting on me. Like, the it's funny because the pants that I can't fit now were sagging on me. Like, I could not fit them. And then I had coworkers, you know, at that time commenting on my weight. Like, what what's this? I remember one coworker, she was like, what's this? I actually went to school, I mean, middle school with this one coworker. It's a long story. She was like, what's this? I'm like, I'm losing weight. Like, girl, stop, get out of my face. And then I had another coworker who seemed to be projecting because she kept trying to get on me for my natural hair. Like, I stopped putting heat in my hair. It was a lot going on. Like, I was just not having a good year at that point. And after that, it just it was just months of like abuse is going like arguing back and forth, him being like I you know, just him calling me name, calling me, you know, saying the N word and just saying microaggressions, like it was just bad, like at at points where he was just like he'll have hickeys on his neck and I'll just I remember one time he asked to like you know, screw my friend in front of me, and I just, like, cried myself to sleep in his room, and then I just left in the morning. It was just so toxic. It was just so abusive. It was just so draining. Like, y'all, y'all don't understand. Like, it was so bad. Like, <laughs> it was so terrible. Um, I think, okay, so as, like, I'm gonna go, like, okay, so I'm gonna say February is when he had said that, you know, racism. Then March, he actually, like, kind of isolated me from my friends, um, it, honestly, I had one uh person who tried to say that they unfollow me on social media because they felt like I'm always posting about how women choose men over, you know, women over men. She tried to say I was that kind of person. I was like, no, don't ever try to put that that image on me. I said, girl, I, I just didn't like your personality. To be honest, if we were being, if we were being keeping hundred, I just didn't like your personality. You were too cold, too boy for me, to be honest, to why. But, um, 
No, she tried to put that on me. But that's not why I stopped being her friend. Because I'm definitely the person who's not going to stop being friends with someone over a guy. I'm never. Because all the people, all the friends. Well, let me tell you. Before I get into this situation, it wasn't over him. Let me tell you. All the friends. He literally tried to hit on all my friends. And I was still friends with him after that. Like, I never tried to be like, oh, don't cut. I never told him to cover up around you. I never did that. Like, no, I was just like, ugh. Because. Okay, but in March, I actually fell out with a friend, but that was because she was projecting whatever. I don't know what was going on. She, He was trying to hit on her, but I was telling her he was trying to hit on her, and I was just like, this is a mess. I, You know, and then he, she one time just told me, like, we were going home from, like, you know, her doing, like, Uber ride, or she was doing, no, so she was doing, like, Uber Eats, and, like, one time, I mean, we were coming home from her doing Uber Eats, and, like, she just randomly snapped at me. It was like, he's not your boyfriend. You can't tell him that he can't be around girls. I was, it was random, too. I was like, girl. Like, she was just projecting. So that's the reason we stopped being friends over him. And we just started, we didn't reconcile until a whole, like, bunch of years later. She actually helped me egg his house, which is funny about that. But then again, we're not friends again, because that girl got issues, and she don't need to be in friendship with nobody anyway. April, okay, April 2018. He he actually went out of town for like three weeks and well like two three weeks or I think it was like two weeks whatever he went to his cousin's wedding and he came back and he was telling me they were telling him to sign up on Tinder he made a whole Tinder account and I guess to talk to other people I'm like why are you trying to talk to other people who were involved with each other y'all when I tell y'all I stayed faithful for three two years and didn't sleep with nobody else. Except him, even though he done slept with all of Los Angeles, he done slept with all of Orange County, all of California behind my back. Like, yeah. Um. Also, so that's April 2018. Now let's go to May 2018. May 2018, I said that I was going. I think that was around the time myself was going to finally end it with him. It didn't end, y'all. I was sick. I was just drained. Like when I tell you, like I have never felt that kind of exhaustion in my life. Like to just. Like, he was killing my soul. Like, literally. Like, he really, like, snatched the life out of me. Like, I felt no... <laughs> I felt no will to live, like, at all. Like, I just... He was just, like... It was the racism. It was the always, like, putting me down, trying to hit on other people. I think... Okay, so, yeah. So, after that... Okay, so, now going on to June. June... He tried to, uh, he randomly messaged me and was like, I think I'm going to be, I think I'm going to be the father, the father of somebody. And then he, uh, and then he deleted it and I just rolled my eyes and I was like, whatever. I didn't say nothing. And I was like, cause I, it was like, he probably did get somebody pregnant. But I didn't think nothing of it cause he just deleted it. And then again, y'all, he messaged me while I'm at work, while I was like in the, I forgot what section, I was in the plus size section, folding clothes. And like, he messaged me, he was like, I got something to tell you. I'm like, what? This is, I think it's June now, y'all. We in June 2018. He was like, oh, um, he was like, I got some, like, I'm about to be a father. So when I tell y'all, like, like my whole heart, like my whole life just crashed and like, inside of my, like, my whole life just, like, went downhill, like, I was, I just felt like there was no will to live, I just started crying, and when I was folding clothes, and I was in the bathroom crying, and my coworkers like, bro, like, he got somebody pregnant, it was just, I was bad, so, I think I didn't talk to him for about two weeks after that, and then I got back in contact with him, because he told me that, 
he wished it was me. He was, yeah, he was, I don't know what about it, y'all. I actually found out so many things that he was just like his father, y'all. Like, finding out so much about this, like, this boy. He was not a man. He was a boy because we was young. But he, y'all, like, he told my like he's he was saying that he wished it was me that got pregnant and he he told the girl to abort the baby. He said all these different things and and I asked him like what's the you know, what's the and this other other baby baby mama he was like Hispanic like him. So I was like, Okay. It was just like it was so much y'all that went down and I was just like, Yeah. So I believe I got back in contact with him again. Uh like August, look, no, like not August, like it, it was like July, like July. I started talking to him again. I was sitting here like, why am I talking to this? Like every time I tried to bring up the baby, I was like, don't you got a baby to take care? And he was acting like it was no baby, and I couldn't never, I couldn't like for the longest I forgot he even had a baby because he was making it seem like he didn't have no baby, y'all. So I was like, what, y'all? So um. It was bad. I remember, like, it was time where, like, his mom would catch me in the house. And I had to climb out the window. Like, it was a lot. Like, y'all, just dealing with this person was so much. Like, it was bad. Um, So, I believe, like, going... I can't remember what happened in July 2018. I think I was still messing around with him. Oh, also, I started to experience, you know, like, going through, like, you know, my vaginal flora is starting to mess up. You know, I was... Also, I was also dealing with, you know, like, you know, bacterial vaginosis and stuff like that. And, like, I was trying to, you know, cure it. And, like, you know, this any woman goes through, if you're going to be sexually active, you're going to get back to your vaginosis. Like, or you're going to get used. It's just, like, your vaginal flora gets easily messed up. Like, the slightest little thing can throw off your pH balance. Anything can, like, throw it off. And I was like, I, I do the right thing. It, he was messing around with a whole bunch of people, I believe my opinion that he was like mixing bacteria with everybody so like like I you know like I was doing everything I got checked regularly I was always getting STD checked because I knew he was like messing around with other people I just knew it like you know what I'm saying like I was just doing all these things and you know I was dealing with that and so I believe August oh yeah August 2018 still the same old thing y'all just abusive 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 so finally, now we in September 2018, and we hit in there with my birthday. I'm a Virgo, yeah. He's a Sagittarius. I don't know what the hell Beyonce, C, and Jay Z, because I'm Sagittarius, are evil demons. They are, they are sirens. I believe they're male sirens. Like Sagittarius men are like psycho, y'all. Y'all understand? So um, now it's my birthday. I didn't really want him to come, so on my I had a birthday party like at the beach at Doc Waller Beach, and he comes to the party. He's drunk and stuff. He find he he's trying to act like the good whatever quotation boyfriend, so he finds us a fire pit, and he gets drunk. Like he I can already tell he lit, and then like they was like I remember I was just enjoying myself. It's my birthday, and he was like he was actually being mean earlier in the day, but then I remember he was like. They were like, they were like, Zaria, you're like, dude, is throwing up. So I'll go over. I'm trying to take care of him, give him water, and I'm like, whatever. So I didn't want nobody else to like deal with my problem, like you know, with this drug addict. I'm like, because he always popping Zans and stuff like that. Just y'all went through so much, like with him and the drug abuse and stuff like that, and so um. A man, I actually forgot about that one time. He was like high off of like AZANs and he like did some messed up stuff to me that one night. But uh, so going back to September, my birthday party, he is drunk 
So I just told everybody to leave. So I'm I'm stuck at Doc Waller Beach with him. My phone died. Yeah, my phone died, and he his phones were the only ones still on. So he had to say he had to say your birth year as me. So he gave me his code. He's I mean he's a little bit like he's a little bit like uh cognitive, just a little bit like to the point where he can give me the code. So he gave me the code. Y'all know. I mean, I'm finally in his phone. I'm like, you think I'm not going to seize the opportunity to go through the phone in his bag? You know, he's drunk and he's throwing up. But I seized the opportunity and I went through his phone. And I saw him talking to so many girls and his messages. I'm so glad I didn't open up his Snapchat for your eyes only. I probably would have saw all kinds of... I personally feel like the universe told me not to go through that section to save me the strength to not, like, this off myself. Honestly, they just told me, like, I needed... I feel like the universe gave me that moment to just see the messages and run. But I did it, again, like a dumb ass. And so I went to his phone. I went to the message. I believe I went to the... I can't believe I... I think I went to Instagram first. You know Instagram? Where the tea at, y'all? You know the tea is at Instagram? So I see him talking to this girl named Marell. Like y'all, she was she was a black girl, but she was there's something wrong with her. I don't know what is wrong with her, y'all. There's something wrong with that girl. Like cuckoo for coco coco coco. Like cuckoo for coco put. Y'all, y'all don't even understand. I can't find her profile number. That girl was crazy. But then I saw him like messaging his. Oh, I can't remember. I think Instagram is all I saw, and that. And then so I went to his messages. Every single message he asked to a girl was him just saying, "I miss you." I want to see you. Like, it was, he is a very class grade abuser, y'all. Like, he knew what to say to people. He knew what to do. Like, he just knew, like, everything he was saying to a person was the same, like, thing to say to a girl. And uh, the rest of them were like, I don't have time for you. He also was messaging his ex, Isabel. It was bad. Like, he was messaging his ex, Isabel, and stuff. Like, it was just, it was just bad. Like, he was messaging every, like, it was, he was messaging everybody. Like, it was bad. So, after I saw, like, girl, I was I was at the beach looking at him on the floor. Just, like, the beach was nobody else on the beach. I could have really just, like, left his ass on the beach and just went home. Took his phone and just left him there. But, you know, that's why I hate the good in me. Because I couldn't do that to him. Even though he's done so much bad to me. Even though he has abused me. Even though he has physically, not physically, he's never really physically abused me. Even though that he has verbally, emotionally, mentally abused me, I could not do that to a person that leave them out on the beach. So I had to get us home. So I called an Uber on his phone and got him home. And I remember when we got to his house, he was like, he was like, you got to go in. I'm like, boy, yes, I got to go in. It's like 3 a.m. in the morning, and my dad already mad at me, like, for having this birthday party. That's a long story. So I went inside. I'm inside his apartment. I had to, I stayed up the whole time. I don't even believe I slept. I just took, like, I believe I just took my dress off and slept in one of his shirts. And then when I, and then finally, like, when my phone was charging, I got up at, like, 7 a.m. and just, like, told him, don't ever call me again and just left. Y'all, I didn't listen. Lord Jesus, help. So... He messaged me. He says I see him through his message. He just started messaging me, calling me. So I messaged Marell on her profile. But what I didn't like that Marell said is that she was like, I don't care. He messing with other girl. Girl, y'all know I'm petty. So I started, we meeting the girl Marell arguing. And she like trying to stab me, calling. She, girl, y'all, she was calling me like all types of black beep. I'm like, girl, you darker than me, girl. It was bad. Like she was saying all types of stuff. Like, y'all, I was like, oh, yeah. They a match made for heaven. They both cuckoo. So... For my birthday, he kept begging. Minus my bonfire was like September 8th, and then my birthday September 12th. So through those days, it was just constant argument and him trying to say that 
he had messaged girl. Y'all, y'all know what he did at one point. At one point, he let me log in his Instagram to to prove that he not messaging that girl. He let me log in just to see the message of him of him messaging the girl. Y'all, when I tell you that man was crazy, there was something wrong with him. Being in an abusive relationship is so, y'all, so so toxic. Oh my god, like it's just so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> So, my dumb self, again, let him back into my life. He took me off of my birthday. And days after my birthday, he returned back to his antics. Even worse. He didn't even try. He didn't even try, y'all. He returned back to his antics right after that. And after that, I believe, yeah, like, October went on. Still talking to him. Still being abusive. Still being racist. Third, uh, November 2018, still being abusive. December 2018, I believe I was with him. Yeah, I was, I was with him for his birthday. And then January 2018, I told him I don't want to talk to him no more. I told him I wanted this to finally end. It's been a year of mess. It's been a year of toxic, you know, toxic ass like you know antics, and I'm just over it. And then for two weeks, he actually left me alone, and I thought that it was because he was doing it willingly. Nah, y'all, he was in jail. He was in jail. I think DUI, y'all, like, after he got out of jail, started bothering me. He told me he was in jail thinking about me. When he said that, y'all, that was I was sitting here like, this is the most ghetto shit I've ever heard in my life. A man telling me he thought about me in jail. I ain't never wanted that ever a day in my life. I never wanted that a day in my life. So now we're in January 2019. Remember, this, we're a whole year by. So February 2019, y'all, still same antic. March 2019. Something happened. Something happened, and uh, I don't want. I'm not gonna go too personal into that, but something happened badly. Yep, that happened, and he still was the same person. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and say it because I don't care, y'all. I actually had to, you know, I actually got, you know, pregnant by this person in in uh February, well March 2019, and um. Yeah, right. I miscarried. I didn't. I had to. I had to miscarry. You know, that's all I can say. And I personally did not want to have a child with this man. He was racist, and I definitely did not want a child because I already hear too many stories of my mix, my mixed life friends going through shit like with their parents, their racist parent, not even one of them calling them the N word. I have one person who told me their mom called him N word, and she's half Hispanic, half you know black. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. And I already, I already had instances of him. He didn't even tell you one. Of, and also, I don't want any of my children to have half siblings. I don't believe in having half siblings no more. I already grew up with it. I think it just makes the whole, you know, genetic pool so messy. The, 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 the tree, it makes it the tree so messy to me. Like the family tree. I just, oh, my half. I know black people, when it comes to black people, we don't say my half sibling. We just did that. You know, I just don't. I don't know. I just, like, I don't, I don't care. Y'all, I don't know. So I just, like, I just didn't want to, I didn't want my child to grow up with a racist father. Like, and I, and I also saw a tweet, like, before that about a lady saying, her, she was like, my friend got pregnant by this Hispanic guy, and he called her in a baby, in word, E-R. I was like, yeah, that's not gonna be me. I just went with the situation, and I, you know, you know, miscarried and went on, but that was the worst thing, like, one of the worst things that I had to go through, you know, just because, I don't know, this, I just didn't want, uh, bring a child into the world, you know, 
with a racist person. And a lot of people, a lot of people don't like think of that that way. They're just selfish. They just bring children into this terrible world and not even think about the like, you know, the thing. They just be having children. It's like, no, you need to think like this is not a good world, honestly, in my opinion. I think the idea of having children is selfish in in itself, to be honest. It's just I don't know. So that was March 2019. April 2019, I didn't talk to that man for a whole month. And then I messaged him because somebody messaged me a weird message on my phone. So I thought it was him. So I messaged him. And all of a sudden, I opened up that pool, that that pool, that, you know, toxic pool back again. I opened it up again. And here we go, y'all. It's back. So here we go. He started being racist after that again. So, yep. So that was April 2019. So... May, May, it was May. I don't know if I, yeah, I think I didn't talk to him for like three months after that. And but the thing is, I was so, I was so confused on why he was being so quiet. Like, I was like, this ain't him. Like, he, you know, if you, if you're so used to being in a toxic and abusive situation and the, your abuser stops talking to you, you're going to question it. You're going to question it because you're like, why are they being so quiet? So I kept questioning. So one time I just messaged him on, I can't remember what it, yeah, I can't remember, no, he, he caught, no, I had him, you know what, you guys, this is what happened, I had him blocked, I had him blocked for about, like, a month and a half, so I would say, like, May, he called me around, like, July, like, he called me early July or June, I can't remember how long I had him blocked, this is 2019, y'all, and I had him blocked, and he called me from his sister phone, I, I knew immediately it was him, I can't, I would think I was coming home from school, or no, not school, I was coming home from work, and he called me, and I was like, what you want, Chris? And I just, he just started chuckling because he knew, like, he already knew it was him. And he was like, I miss you. I want to see you. Y'all, he was basically trying to, this is what happened. He was trying to get one last hit in, you know, mm -mm -mm, before he had to be a father. So it turns out, baby mama came back and it turns out she do exist. So it was like, what? So what happened was, so he just stopped, you know, he just stopped, uh, you know, Talking to me after that, he blocked me again after I said no. After he asked to see me on the phone, I just, like, we just hung up. And after that, um, I believe it was around July. I can't remember, like, July 2019. I can't remember. It was, like, probably August. No, it was August. So, August, I pretended me being toxic. Well, just used to toxic. I just, I messaged him, and I was like... I just messaged him a little dot to see if he replies, you know, see if I was blocked. Because he'll block me and then unblock me. So I was unblocked. So he messaged me and was like, what's up? I miss you. And then he just started saying, fuck out of here. And he was like, I'm with my baby mama. And I was like, really? Really with his baby mama? Like, since when does he have... Like, I knew he... I thought the girl... I thought... I never knew what was out of his mind, like, what was true. So, y'all, turns out he did have a mother of his child. He started, like, trying to be father of the year. So I was creeping. And his, his, I creep on, you know, his mother profile, his, you know, my abuser's mother, her Facebook, and she had a baby in her profile. And then, so I looked on his Instagram and the girl popped up, the baby mother. And I looked at her and I was just like, and I am guilty of this. And I, you know, I'm not, I'm very guilty of making fun of this girl, you know, physical appearance, but it was more so about what I didn't understand is how he kept body shaming me and he called my coworker, you know. And body shamed her for being a plus size woman. And his baby mama is a plus size woman. That's what I didn't get. That's what I didn't get. That he was always talking about my physical appearance. And always talking about someone else's physical appearance. A girl's physical appearance. 
and his and his his the mother of his child wasn't who he was always bragging about. Talking about he wanted a girl with a big oh he had an ex that I forgot to mention that he had an ex that uh. He would always like brag about who was black that he dated in high school, who was not a very nice person. I y'all, it's funny how LA is so small. I run into the girl all the time. It's just she's not a very nice person. But like he had the ex, he was always talking about how she has some big titties, big boobs, and ass, and he's always talking about her. And see, his, his the mother of his child was nothing like that. And that's what that's what really riled my like that's what really got under my gears. Like you guys don't understand. That's what really pissed me off because it was like you put me through so much. Like, about my physical appearance, and she's nothing like how you describe you want your woman to be, or how, like, you always talk about this is the only ex that you love, and you cheated on her, this girl, who photoshopped her pictures very badly, y'all ain't gonna lie. Anyway, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying the girl, you know, she don't. And y'all, it just seemed like I just didn't understand that. So, when he, so after that. I messaged him. I remember when he started like being father of the year with the girl. I this is I think we're now we're in I think now we're in like uh I would say now we're in like September. No. Cause he died September twenty twenty. I mean he died August twenty twenty. So it was it was around I probably August. So yeah, it was still August twenty you know, twenty nineteen. So he um I'm, he, I remember I messaged him and was like, I don't understand how you were so shitty to me when I was, you know, pregnant and, like, you are now being father of the year. Like, y'all, y'all don't understand how bad racism runs deep. The fact that you were, you know, you treat, I mean, he treated her like trash and told her to abort it too. But the fact that you're going to step up and be a father to her, her child just because it's fully Hispanic. But you, with me, you're treating me like mess because I'm black. Y'all. And my, yeah, y'all, y'all don't understand. So he missed, so he replied and he just started like, you know, he started sending me pictures of the baby talking about my baby's cute and he called me, he called me ugly and he was saying all these mean things. So I messaged the, the mother of his child and she was like, I don't, she was like, I don't care. It's always the responses that piss me off. And I know y'all, it's always the responses that piss me off. I'm like, Y'all, so I messaged her. She was, I just told her that she was like, send, she basically kept saying, send proof that he's out here messing. And then he started messaging me, talking about, are you done? So I don't know, y'all. So they, honestly, after that, they started trying to make it work, trying to date. It was, y'all don't understand how much it was killing my soul. I start, I followed the baby mama. I'm not gonna lie, I crept on her profile. Every time she posted them together as a family, it broke my heart into a, th- a thousand pieces, like to the point where I don't know how to, how to feel. Like it, I'm I'm tearing up as I talk about this. Like it just like like it broke my heart. Every I've never like felt that kind of pain before. I don't think I'm ever gonna feel that kind of pain before. That's why I try not to even get you know involved with anyone romantically. But y'all understand, just like when you see your abuser finally treating someone, you know, semi good, and he couldn't even do that for you, and you did a lot for him, like you. You know, gave him food when he needed it. You know, like Ubered him to work, stuff like that. Like you just, you don't understand. Like your abuser treating someone better. You know, treating it better, someone better than you know than he what he treated you. And that was really, really grinding my gear. So as time go, December two thousand nineteen, it seemed like him and you know the mother child hit him together. So, you know, as I don't know, a lot of people know, in January 2020, now we're in, like, December 19, we're not talking about that. So now we're in January 20, 
20, my father actually passed away. So I was already going through a lot, you know, outside of like, you know, you know, my abuser. So I wasn't even thinking about him. So in around like February, 2020, my abuser asked a friend who was not my friend no more for very much reason. He, this man is not my friend anymore. I've cut him off because I feel like every time Chris called me the N word as a black man, you should have defended me, but I've never, I've never been protected, protected by black men. So I, you know, I, I, I don't know. So I just, I just, I just ended that friendship with that person. But that same person gave Chris my number and we got back in contact. And I thought, I thought because Chris lost his father, you know, at a young age, he will understand. But no, y'all, even as losing my father, he still was the same abuser that he was and he didn't care. He didn't care. So y'all, so 20, it's, yeah, we're in February, 2020. I'm dealing with stuff. I'm start. I'm, Dealing with Chris, and he just, he, in March 2020, he's still being the same a-hole, y'all. He's just still being the same person, like, not changing, not, you know, not changing, not, you know. We get to March 2020, he does some messed up things to me, like, you know, with my dad card, I, it's too much to go into. He did some really messed up stuff to me in 2020. He didn't even care. So April 2020, him and his, you know, mother, his child, we got on, we got on FaceTime, we was arguing, all that, and she said, they said, because I, what happened was, I, I actually egged his house a couple of times, I egged his house in September 2020, I mean, sorry, September 2019, that, he didn't really seem hit by that, we didn't get him that hard, and then April 2020, his, the person who I fell out, like I said previously in the podcast, when she was telling me I don't have no right to be mad over him, Y'all, he pushed that lot out of me. And but the thing is, in April 2020, he deserved that egg. I don't care what nobody say. Like he told me that he never loved me, and he was just saying that the, he was trying to tell me that the. I think it was basically the girl on his account typing for him because I know how he typed. I known him so long. I know how he typed, and she was just like pretending to be him, talking about he never loved me and all this stuff. And y'all understand to love someone so deeply through all of the racism, through all the stuff, and through all the BS and the abuse and everything, and for them to say that or. Y'all, it just it was bad. So after that, after that little FaceTime chat that we had in April 2020, the girl and I and they didn't resolve. So blocked. They blocked. What happened was, you know what? What happened was they on you know what happened was they actually took their profiles off of private and like they started posting each other and like trying to go public with their relationship. And what about this? What with Chris, he never posted nobody ever publicly and like he just started posting her pictures and her funny looking self all throughout his Instagram. They were trying to pitch me y'all. It was a lot, y'all. Just being in a of toxic y'all, this of toxic shit. And after that, I didn't talk to him. I can honestly say so after that April twenty twenty, I didn't talk to him. I don't think I talked to him May twenty twenty. I didn't talk to him, uh I didn't talk to him. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, actually, he kind of messed. He actually, I did, like, start talking to him. Or I actually, like, started messing around with him again. But I didn't, like, physically sleep with him. I, you know, he did something. It was around, like, June 2020. That was, like, the last time that I seen him physically was June or July 2020. Like, the last time I actually saw him alive, you know, before he got killed. That was the last time I actually physically saw him alive. And we got into an argument, and he, because he was mad because I wouldn't let him, I wouldn't sleep with him, because I just didn't want to sleep with him. He was over there sleeping with his baby. My other one to sleep with him. No. And then after that, oh 
after that, um, yeah, so that was the last time I saw him physically alive. What happened was he started dating another girl outside of his mother and his child, and it was so, y'all, that happened. He tried to pretend like he was going to come over to my house, and he did it, and the girl messaged me. I was like, why are you messaging my man? I was like, who your man? Chris, girl? Anyway, it was bad. I was like, tell your man, leave me alone. And he said, yeah, he your man, girl. Y'all, y'all understand. That girl was random. I didn't even know where you met her, little Kira George. Like I said, I don't know where you met her. But um, that was random. But after that, he didn't. He wasn't with the girl, with that girl anymore. And he, he said the N word again. He he, the girl. I told him he started saying like he started bringing up somebody that was. I started actually for the first time, sort of for the first time. No, I actually messed with somebody else. But anyway, for the first time outside of Chris, I messed with a co-worker and I, I brought up the co-worker to Chris to make him jealous. Uh, and Chris was like, he said the N-word with a A. And then I told him, stop saying the N-word. And he, he, he typed Negro. And then he, and then he like, and then he, he like, um, sent the message on intimate. That was the last time, like, that I, like, I think that was the last time that I had uh, like, talk to him, not talk to him before his death, but, like, the last time we, whatever, that, he said that, and then, like, I just, you know, was, I put it on Instagram, like, I'm tired of him being racist, I'm tired of this, I'm just so drained by this, I don't know, so after, I think, yeah, so I actually messaged his sisters, who I always see post about Black Lives Matter, and I always see them pretending to be allies for the Black Lives Matter, because when I, when I messaged his sister, she was just like, well, his racism is not learned at home. Um, it's, he must have learned it outside. And she was like, we are still allies to the Black Lives community at the Black Lives. We are still allies to the Black Lives Matter movement. And can you, know, you know, remove the post? She was, talking, she was trying to tell me to remove the post. I'm like, and she was like, please don't egg our house again. I'm like... Girl, yo, yo, you know what the thing, your brother almost killed me a multiple times. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it, when my, when my brother's abuse, when my brother's, the person that my brother abused, when she was messaging me, I gave her resources. I said, I'll give her money to get out of the situation. Cause that's what you're supposed to do. If your brother is being an abuser, you're supposed to try to help that person get out of it. You don't defend them. Like, even though she tried to pretend like she don't defend them, if she was still going to defend her brother, that's the difference. Like, no, like, I don't know. That It was no point of messaging her. She's not really allied to the Black Lives, community, Black Lives Matter community because if you was, you would cut him off. But she was like, I don't live at home. I'm like, whatever, girl. So, um, that was that. And then the last time I talked to him on the phone, actually, was like two, like three weeks before his death. So, um, I was at home trying to mind my business and um my friend called me asking me did I see um what our fellow old coworker retweeted and, and um I opened it and um he had his sister had posted a GoFundMe asking for a funeral asking for funeral um expenses and um I originally thought he had got killed in a car accident. I always thought that it was just going to be a car accident that killed him. But no, it's not really my choice to say where he got killed by. But, um, yeah, I just, you know, found out how he got killed. And I went to the place where he got killed. And it was real. Seeing the, seeing the person you love, blood on the ground, even though I haven't talked to him. Seeing the person's blood you love on the ground was just really hard. 
even though he put me through so much shit, just, it was very hard, like, just to see that, you know, but what happened was, um, I found out, you know, a couple of months after his death that someone had asked, someone had asked Santa Maretta, if you're, I'm, I'm probably pronouncing it right, I don't have an accent, you know, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a fluent Spanish speaker, but someone had actually told me that somebody has been doing, you know, witchcraft on him for a while, like, you know, somebody asked Santa Maretta to, you know, curse him, so it could have been that, you know, what cause this situation i don't know if you guys are spiritual if you're watching i mean if you're listening to me if you're a spiritual person if you're agnostic if you're atheist whatever but uh somebody actually so basically like santa marita is like a pronounce it i'm probably i'm pronouncing it wrong but like she's like a you know like the grim reaper for you know in like the you know like the latino community uh you know like i just found that out about you know them but um Maybe that could have been the reason why, you know, suffer, you know, a terrible death. Because I don't think anybody, I don't know y'all how y'all feel about abusers. I don't know if anybody should, I don't know if anybody should, you know, suffer that kind of, you know, death. But, uh, I'm, I'm getting through it. I feel like it doesn't hurt as much to talk about it. You know, being, a being in an abusive relationship is hard. And... I survived it, you know, unfortunately, he didn't survive it, but, uh, all I'm doing every day is I'm taking step by step to get through it, I'm I'm not gonna say, like, my romantic, my stance on romantic ways is not better, I can say that, I can't say it's better, because it's really not better, but, um, I think I'm just getting over the idea of relationships anyway, but, Y'all don't understand, like, the narcissist, just being in a relationship with a narcissist, or, I really tried to, I kept sending, I remember at one point I kept sending him articles about narcissistic, narcissistic personality disorder, I kept sending him articles about narcissistic personality, because I truly believe he had it, because y'all don't understand, like, he never wanted to believe he was wrong, he, he couldn't even stop being manipulative if you, if you tried. You like you can, even if he tried, like even after being a father, he could he couldn't even stop, y'all. Like, but um, being in an abusive relationship is not fun, y'all. Like people like to glamorize toxic relationships, and I'm not gonna lie, I do be like, oh, I like them toxic, but nah, like it's, it's it really takes a a toll on your mental health, and you can't even like breathe it feels like you physically can't breathe like you know what I'm saying like that's how bad it is like you physically feel like you can't breathe and it's hard you know it's just really hard but I still try to go visit his uh you know his death I mean his death site and I guess yeah his death site is great but I haven't really been you know because I've been working and going but y'all y'all don't understand like being in a abusive relationship we should stop glamorizing it because it's not it's really a total on your mental health it's not the best thing ever but um thank you guys i'm gonna end it here i just wanted to finally you know really open up about being in a abusive relationship even if i don't have that many you know listeners right now maybe one maybe one day this would blow up more but uh Please, please listen for the next episode next Saturday. Please, thank you. And please subscribe to my YouTube channel, too, if you're listening. Please and thank you. Have a good rest of your day.